Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Good afternoon, everybody. Uneducated Economist here. A few weeks ago, I had done a video talking about how unemployment benefits were killing small businesses. And I had used restaurants as an example for the small business, probably because I know a lot of restaurant owners, and it makes it easy for me to talk about their experiences. Now, some of the things that I had heard, I've seen articles, and there's many stories about it going across the nation. So just looking at it in the micro sense, like just my little tiny community, I can see that if this is taking place here and I find the news articles out there, then you know it's taking place across the entire country. You know, sure, there's probably some regions of the area that don't experience the exact same thing, but for the most part, it's broad and it's going across the entire nation. And there is articles after articles of labor shortages and especially, especially when it comes to the restaurant industry. Now, these restaurants, they are suffering big time on account of this labor shortage. And I know what a lot of people are going to say. If they would just pay more, the people would go back to work. I totally get it. And that is definitely what is going to take place. And it is what's taking place right now. These restaurants are having to pay more to get the labor into, just to get the staffing. Put it this way, a friend of mine, she owns two restaurants, and I've told, talked about this one before. She had to shut one of them down and take the staffing over to the other restaurant just to keep that one in operation. Think about that, guys. That's a whole business that just got shut down. That's no inventory being purchased. That's no you know, transactions happening there. That's a business that is shut down now, not because they don't have the customers, but because they don't have the staffing for it. So she has to raise the wages. There is no doubt about it. And she has. And when I found out how much it was, it went up, I was absolutely floored. We're talking $12 an hour positions have moved up to $15 to $17 an hour. Huge, huge increases. And still having trouble. So now time is going to go on and these restaurants, they're going to pay, they're going to pay it. They're going to pay those wages. And the people are going to go back to work and the restaurants are going to have to do some things in order to get that profit coming in. Now, one thing that I've learned about restaurants and talking to restaurant owners is that most restaurants are not profitable unless they are at 100% capacity. They are certainly barely breaking even at, at 50%. And at 25%, it's a losing game. And so places like where I'm at, they still have limited capacity. They're still not opened up to allow as many people as the restaurant wants in or can legally have. So that puts a big limitation on how profitable these restaurants can actually be on top of having to pay the staff even more. Then you couple that labor shortage with the price of food going up due to the food shortages that are taking place, which there, you know, there's plenty of articles about that one as well. So you can see that these restaurants here are putting, they're being pinched hard. And so they have to raise the prices of their food. 
and it's going to go up substantially. If the food cost is going up, the labor is going up, and the fact that they have been limited for so long and they've had to do all this reinvestment into their businesses just to try and open up with extra personal protection equipment and whatever it is that they had to do, that's a lot of paying back of old debt and old, you know, old equipment and stuff that's, you know, not being used as much. You know, just think about what this restaurant has gone through over the last year and what they have to pay for over that last year. So summertime's going to look really awesome for these restaurants. They're going to be like, man, we're really rolling in it as everybody is really excited about being able to go out for the first time. Once everything opens up, people are going to be spending their money. Now, a lot of that money is saved stimulants. They have been waiting for this exact moment. They have been waiting for everything to open up so they can take the family out, so they can go and enjoy being with their friends again. They are so looking forward to going and hanging out again, whether it's at the restaurant, the bar, or the theater, wherever they go. They can't wait to do it. And when they do, they don't care how much it costs. And if it costs, you know, twice as much or, you know, a third more for their meal, that's what they'll pay because they have been waiting for this. They have not been out in so long and they are just going to pay it. But once that money is gone, once that stimulus is gone, once that savings is gone and it's back down to the working people again, having to go and work their hourly wage and then take the family out to a very expensive meal, it's probably not going to happen as much. See, that's what I'm kind of worried about for these restaurants is that I see a moment here where the staff is now earning so much money and the food costs are so high that the end product has, got a, has risen to the point that the average person who is working no longer wants to go out and eat. See, it was cool when everybody had stimulus savings going throughout the summer. Everything's opening up. They're excited about it. They're willing to pay the price. But then it has to go into the real economy where people actually earn a living and then take that earned living and go off and trade that for the food that somebody else is about ready to prepare for. And if the price is exorbitantly high, they're going to second guess that. And I have a feeling that there's going to be a dramatic shift. Think about this. The amount of restaurants have a very difficult position to be in right now. Uh, many restaurants, instead of expanding their menu to deal with more customers coming in, they have a limited staff. With that limited staff, they only have a limited amount of food that they can serve. Limited cooks, limited wait staff, limited seating. So what they are doing is they're cutting their menu. They're taking everything that was the most popular items and they're keeping those, the most popular profitable items, and they're eliminating everything else. Think about that. It's less inventory. That's less stuff being purchased. You know, I mean, I keep saying this to you guys. The prices are increasing. Yeah, you can see that. I mean, the inflation has taken place. There is no doubt that you would see price increases happening. But think about why the prices are increasing. Is it increasing because of the destruction of the dollar? Or is it increasing because of this massive shortage of stuff out there and a huge demand coming from the false stimulus packages? I mean, is that the reason why we're seeing the prices increase? Because there's really not that much available out there and people want it and they have this money to buy it. Once that all filters out and is gone, what's the environment going to look like? 
I mean, ask yourself that. I know a lot of people are anticipating that like UBI will be coming in and I have very little doubt in my mind that UBI will be part of the economy at some point in the future. But in order to enact this UBI, really you have to have Congress change some laws around. And in order to get Congress to change some laws around, you have to feel some pain. See, if the people are in pain and suffering, they will demand Congress to do something about it, and then Congress can easily change laws and nobody will care. But unless you have that pain happening or some kind of dramatic event taking place, then it's very difficult for Congress to change laws. The arguments back and forth are just too brutal. But blow something up or get everybody sick or you know cause you know some kind of financial crisis and you can change a lot of laws during that time so anyway um gonna leave it at that uneducated oh sorry before i leave you guys uh please go check out the uneducatedeconomist.com website i keep trying to mention that i want to mention that in every single one of my videos and i just forget all about it i just get so in tuned with the videos but please go over and check out the uneducatedeconomist.com website you can subscribe. You'll get updates of all my videos and the writings that I do. Um, I try and do an article at least once a week. I post those articles first over to Patreon to kind of give those guys over at Patreon a little um, a little bonus for you know for helping support the channel and all that. But then I'll move those articles over to the uneducatedeconomist.com site. So go and subscribe. Uh, a lot of people say that they get unsubscribed from the YouTube channel. If you go and you subscribe to the uneducatedeconomist.com site, then you will get notifications of all the stuff that I do. So no worries about it then. Uh, let's see here. Was there anything else I wanted? Well, I think that was it. Uneducated Economist. You guys let me know.